Dear listeners, are you tired of the endless cycle of fad diets and extreme measures? It's time to wake up to a better weight loss solution with Robody. As someone who's been through the ups and downs of weight loss, I know firsthand the challenge of trying to find what will stick. That's why if I qualified for Robody today, I'd jump at the chance for a scientifically backed program that supports long-term success. With Robody, you'll gain access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market, paired with personalized lifestyle changes. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Row to help them lose weight. Say goodbye to the roller coaster of weight loss dreams and hello to sustainable, real results with Robody. Go to row.co slash snoozecast. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash snoozecast. stories. We'd like to thank our listeners. If you enjoy our show, please review us on Apple Podcasts and also share it with a friend. The best place to listen to us is on our website, snoozecast.com. That way you can play a single episode and fall asleep without another one automatically playing. This episode is supported by fluffy soft pillows waiting for your head. Tonight, I'll be reading the opening to a 1918 collection of essays titled Mysticism and Logic by Bertrand Russell. Russell, a Nobel Prize winner, is one of the world's best-known authorities on logic. In it, he challenges the romantic mysticism of the 19th century, positing instead his theory of logical atomism. Close your eyes. Relax your body into the softness of your bed. Now, take a few deep breaths. Mysticism and Logic Metaphysics, or the attempt to conceive the world as a whole by means of thought, has been developed from the first by the union and conflict of two very different human impulses, the one urging men towards mysticism, the other urging them towards science, 
Some men have achieved greatness through one of these impulses alone, others through the other alone. In Hume, for example, the scientific impulse reigns quite unchecked, while in Blake, a strong hostility to science coexists with profound mystic insight. But the greatest men who have been philosophers have felt the need both of science and of mysticism. The attempt to harmonize the two was what made their life, and what always must, for all its arduous uncertainty, make philosophy, to some great minds, a greater thing than either science or religion. Before attempting an explicit characterization of the scientific and the mystical impulses, I will illustrate them by examples from two philosophers whose greatness lies in the very intimate blending which they achieved. The two philosophers I mean are Heraclitus and Plato. Heraclitus, as everyone knows, was a believer in universal flux. Time builds and destroys all things. From the few fragments that remain, it is not easy to discover how he arrived at his opinions, but there are some sayings that strongly suggest scientific observation as the source. The things that can be seen heard, and learned, he says, are what I prize the most. This is the language of the empiricist to whom observation is the sole guarantee of truth. The sun is new every day, is another fragment, and this opinion, in spite of its paradoxical character, is obviously inspired by scientific reflection. And no doubt seemed to him to obviate the difficulty of understanding how the sun can work its way underground from west to east during the night. Actual observation must also have suggested to him his central doctrine, that fire is the one permanent substance of which all visible things are passing phases. In combustion, we see things change utterly, while their flame and heat rise up into the air and vanish. He says, This world, which is the same for all, no one of gods or men has made, but it was ever, is now, and ever shall be an ever-living fire, with measures kindling and measures going out. The transformations of fire are, first of all, see...